Praise ye the Lord. Now, uh, I know bra the pastor has said we're going to do the big. I want to give a little short exhortation first because that will lead us into the breaking of bread. It's going to be very short. And that is how the Lord planned it today. Praise the Lord. What the Lord laid upon my heart to share with all of us is what I call the glory, f the glory of faith. What I mean by glory of faith is how far can faith lead us? How far can faith lead us? And I'm just going to just tell you some testimonies from the scriptures and from real life. Just more like testimonies of what faith, when we say faith, I'm not talking of supernatural faith. I mean following the Lord Jesus Christ, what I mean. Because we have visitors that are just from uh, new visitors. Maybe you have not really known much about Jesus. Or you are just invited to church. You wanted to to lead your life the way you have been leading your life. Or you say, well, why are these people so interested in praying and talking to Jesus and so on? This may be a good time for you to come because I'm going to glory, I'm going to exalt what faith can do for you. Why we are following Jesus and what great things he has done for man and for us. And what he can do for you that look like impossible things. From testimonies of the Lord himself and the testimonies in the Bible, you'll be able to see that, hey, if you follow this Jesus, if you follow this Jesus you are talking about, supernatural things can happen for you also. And it's not just for the men of old, because we always look at them and say, oh, you know, in those days, in the days of old, that things happen. Maybe there are too much sin now. It never happened anymore. It's still happening. And that is what I want you to pay attention to. And I'm going to read one or two verses in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. It said, faith, verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen? Now, I said, I'm going to give you some testimony. What can faith do for us? I know many of us that are churchgoers, church believers, believers in Christ, we know what, the, what great things God can do through faith in him. But what I want to emphasize is the supernatural type of results that we have seen in the Bible. And the Lord wants us to, to, to expect high things, great things for through him. But we are going to also consider what are the prerequisites for this kind of great results. But let me give you some few examples from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Look with me at John chapter 10. Real quick. John chapter 10, and I want to tell this little story of the supernatural disappearance that the Lord Jesus Christ manifested. Do you know that that is faith? In John chapter 10, verse 39, let's see what happened in that story. There was a discussion, it became hot discussion between the Lord Jesus Christ and the Jews. And by the time he got to verse 38, and he told them that, though ye believe not me, believe the works that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. The Bible said, therefore they sought again to take him, but he escaped out of their hand. Well, that may not look, that may not look like supernatural to you, but there are several occasions where actually if you really read between the lines, he disappeared. There was a, I'll give another example here in Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 28. 
what am I trying to point to these stories? I want you to see what great things faith can do. This is from the Lord Jesus Christ himself, supernaturally protecting himself. And we are in, in the, what you call the, the times that we are in right now is what? It's very dangerous times. What more can you ask for uh, that if God will protect you supernaturally? I said dangerous times is what we are in right now. Shooting in the streets and terrible things are still coming to happen. But the faith that we have invited you to come and pursue after Christ can protect you from all those dangerous things. Well, what do you mean by dangerous things? Think of terrorism that is taking place everywhere. You can, there's no place that is safe. Maybe America is, looks like safe now. 9-11, none of those people knew that anything like that was going to happen. 9-11, 2001. Wasn't it 2001? And some people, my brother here was, he said he traveled to New York around that time. Many people went to their work, never expecting terrible things like that to happen. And suddenly, the plane came crashing down that building. But do you know that some people that were following the Lord Jesus Christ gave testimonies of supernatural deliverance, even on that day. And that is still happening up to today. There are a lot of people that God simply made them not to go to work, and they work in that same building. Supernatural miracle can protect. And God is still doing the same thing, and he's calling you to come and taste of this kind of Jesus. That is what I'm talking about today when I say I'm trying to glorify what faith can do for us. Okay? Luke chapter 4, verse 28. That's another example of how the Lord Jesus Christ used supernatural miracle to deliver himself. In verse 28 to 30. This was the story of when the Lord Jesus Christ went to his own city. Nazareth. And he started preaching to them from verse 23, and it became so hot, the exchange, they hated what he was saying because he was trying to tell them that Israelites are not following the Lord, that God has been forsaking them and they may be forsaken. God is turning to other nations. And verse 28 says, and all day in the synagogue, when they had these things, were filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him onto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. They wanted to kill him right there. But I'm talking about this supernatural miracle power that can deliver and protect in the days of terrible times like that. Look at what the Bible says in verse 30. But he, passing through the midst of them, went his way. How can you pass through the midst of a crowd? Just blinded them. And they were looking for him, and he was walking through their midst. That supernatural power, God can still use it today. And that is what I'm trying to point to you, that there are testimonies of people that can disappear before the bomb blasts. And God can still do the same thing. You are talking of terrible things happening, or even people shooting in the streets. God has said, in, when you have this faith of God, when you are following this Jesus, he is able to protect and deliver you. Amen? John chapter 8, verse 58. Let's say another example of what Jesus Christ did for, for himself using this same supernatural miracle. You remember, he actually simply laid down his life, not that they could kill him. For many occasions before that day of crucifixion, he has appeared and disappeared. He has come to their midst and they couldn't hurt him. They grabbed him, 
tried to store him in the temple and he went away through their midst, blinded their eyes. So you have to know that this power we are talking about is still available to you and to me. When you follow Jesus that we are talking about, John chapter 8 verse 58 is what I wanted to talk about again. Here is the story where the Lord Jesus Christ was in a hot discussion with them again, maybe in, Jeru in Jerusalem around the temple. And he told them, and verse 56 said, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. The Jew said, You are not yet 50 years old. Have you seen Abraham? And then he told them something they don't want to hear that. That was, to them, that was blasphemy. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. More or less telling them that he is God. And you know the Jews, they will kill you for that. And exactly that's what he wanted to do. Then took the up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them. You mean they were blinded? Yes. That's supernatural. And this same Jesus is available to protect you and to protect me. When you follow him. Amen. That's some examples of how supernaturally faith can lead you to great heights. But you have to start from the B2, come with the simple faith that you have, and walk with this man of Galilee. Amen? Let me give you another example here in the book of Samson. You, many of us have heard this story of Samson, that God used this man supernaturally, that he was able to stand before 1,000 soldiers. And he even he didn't have a sword. In, in, in the book of Judges chapter 15, let's look at that story one, just a moment. This same God you are following that we have called you to come and follow, you've got to take this faith seriously. Amen? Take this faith of Jesus seriously because he can do great things for you. Book of Judges chapter 15, verse 12. Here's the story where Samson was already, actually, he was bound. And they were going to deliver him to the Philistines. And when they brought him to the Philistines, the Philistines hailed, and now we got our enemy. And the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon Samson. From verse 2, let me read it for you. And they said unto him, these are the Jews, his, his people came and said, don't you know the Philistines are our boss? Why are you making them come against us? He said, well, they did this to me. I'm doing that to them. He said, okay, we come to arrest you and to deliver you to them. He said, okay. So they bound him with chains. And he went and they took him as a prisoner to them. But when he got in front of these soldiers, the anointing came upon him. Verse 12. And they said unto him, we are come to, down to bind you that we may deliver thee into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that ye will not fall upon me yourselves. And they speak unto him, No, but we will bind their, thy hand. We will bind thee fast and deliver thee into their hand. But surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines sh shouted against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the cords that were upon his arms became as flocks that was born with fire. That is supernatural fire of God came upon him. That burned all those things that they used to, to tie him. And his bands loose from off his hands 
And he found a new jawbone of an ass and put forth his hand and took it and slew a thousand men therewith. Amen. Well, we are talking of supernatural power of God. So when we talk about the faith that you have been invited to come and partake of, think of great things God can do through you. You think those 1,000 soldiers didn't have swords? Imagine it. One single person against 1,000 soldiers. All they need is just peace him and he, he will faint. I bet you see, the sword was not hurting him. That was what was going on. The sword was not hurting him because of the anointing. Amen? And this is the promise. Isaiah chapter 54, this is one of the promises you can begin to enjoy in the Lord when you know this Jesus and you follow him the way he wanted. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. I'm trying to motivate you. If you have not been motivated at all before to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, or you have been, okay, we just go to church and come back and do whatever we can do. See, God wants you to be motivated. To know that, hey, he's calling you to, to some great heights. If you will only follow. See, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 said, this is a promise of God. Remember last Friday we had this um, faith workshop. And we said, what are the promises? If you are going to pray for a request, look for a promise of God. And what is the premise for that promise? And we mentioned some of this one. This is an example. God said, hey, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. Look, think of something. They had weapons against him, swords, spears. And God was using that supernatural faith. It will not prosper against something. And every tongue that shall rise up against the judgment thou shalt condemn. But that is a faith promise that God can begin to make you use. But he said what? There are preconditions for those also. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And the righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Praise the Lord. So what am I trying to say? I'm saying the faith that God has called you unto is to bring you to the highest height. And it's possible. Don't think, oh, this is for the days of old. It is still possible. And we know many more. We know about Enoch that actually disappeared without seeing this. On this planet Earth, that he lived and then God took him away without seeing physical death. That is still possible because God even promised that at this end time for a band of saints that we shall all disappear to go and meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air, which all of us say is rapture. Well, it is the same faith that has to come to the level where you are one of them. What am I saying? I'm saying the Lord has called you and me unto a great height. Don't take it lightly. Amen? And we also know of the story of supernatural deliverance in the story of Elijah the prophet. Let me read one or two of that. Second Kings chapter 1 for you. In the Second Kings chapter 1, this is the story where Elijah was confronted by a band of soldiers. And they came just to arrest him. And the same faith of following this Jehovah, the Lord Jesus Christ is the same one. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down. And fire came down. We are saying God can still do the same thing to protect some people. Now, I'm going to go to, to examples of the same type of thing that is happening in your own day. Amen? In your own day, because we say, oh, yeah, all of those things happen in those days. Oh, they happen in those days. Those are great men in those days. But God is saying no. God is still great nowadays. Amen? Now, I hear this testimony right here in Phoenix, Arizona. So that you can say, this same God is still alive. 
right here in this Arizona, I went to a church. Don't do this many years ago. I normally visit some churches. One Assembly of God Church. And a man told me this testimony, which a pastor that has happened to him told him. This is to make you see that no weapon formed against you will prosper when you follow this Jesus. Amen. This pastor, he was driving on the road, maybe one of those highways going from here towards uh, Mexico or something. And somebody flagged him down. A man flagged him down. Well, as a servant of God, you like to do, give help. So he stopped to, to give this each hiker a lift. And then the man came into the car. They drove a little bit. The man drew a gun and said, he's going to rob him and kill him and take the car. Told him to park. So the pastor parked. So he get into the bush. And he said, I'm going to kill you. The pastor said, no, you cannot kill me. You cannot kill me. He said, you are lying. And the, this man shot three times. And the bullet fell, hit the pastor and fell down. The bullet hit the pastor and fell down on the floor. The pastor said, I told you, you cannot kill me. This, each Ica, his eyes grew wild. Gee, this man was not hurt by the bullet. And he wanted to run. The pastor said, come back here. You are not going anywhere. That is my car, and I'm going to drive it. Amen? And, it, and the, 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 you can imagine what this arm robber will be thinking of. This gun didn't hurt him. And the pastor came back and witnessed to this man, and the man gave his life to Christ. In fact, took him home and prayed for his family. That was a testimony that was told me, that is happened to me, told me right here in Phoenix, Arizona, who said this God is not alive. This Jesus is still doing wonderful miracles up to today. Amen? I'll tell you another one. Maybe you guys have not heard about it. I heard this on TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network. Arthur Blessed. How many of us know Arthur Blessed? This guy that carried the cross all over, all over the world. If you have never heard about him, you perhaps need to turn sometime on TBN, he will come. So Arthur Blessed was the guy that was carrying the cross in many, sometime in the, I think in the 80s, 1980s. And he was going from, going towards South America with his cross. According to the testimony, because I heard it from his own mouth and from the people that were praying for him. He was crying, and then he had to, you know, because he had to carry it, sometimes he had to walk. He said he carried the cross, and then he would put it in a the, in the bus, a little bus, one of those uh, mini bus, and drive across when he was tired, he wouldn't want to walk miles. So he said on one of those occasions, it was during the time of these Sandinistas, all these freedom fighters going on, there were, you know, civil war going on in that you Guatemala, that area, and he had to park. He, he was he, he left one village, going to another village, and it was getting dark. So he decided to just park his bus on the road. And people told him, "You better don't park your bus on the road. People, all these guys, they they kill people on this road." He was trusting God, so he parked his bus on the road and was sleeping in the bus. And these armed robbers, they are not armed robbers; they were actually soldiers of these rebels. They call them in those days. They surrounded him in the night. But what was happening when that was happening? Some people were praying because God woke them up and said, pray. Pray for blessed, out of blessed. Some people that are his friends. In fact, it was Paul and John that was giving the testimony. They just had a feeling. They woke up and they started praying for him. Maybe it was around 12 midnight or 11 p.m. And they were praying for him. They didn't know what was going on. And he was going through this story. To call the church, this is what happened to him. He said he just woke up and they ran on his... Uh, boss and told him that come out come out come out and being a minister being a preacher 
he thought, well, I better give them Bible. Even they go to kill me, let me just, he was handling, he has a box full of Bible. So he was trying to grab some Bibles away. Before you kill me, here is the Bible. And while he was doing that, these people that are almost six of them started running, running back. Because he was hearing some, some people fighting. He was hearing some people fighting and he thought, well, they were, they were fighting one another, they were about to do something. So he was still trying to grab the Bible and he was saying, get one Bible. He was trying to give one of the Bible to these guys. And he said, they just said, no, leave me alone, leave me alone. And they ran. He didn't know what happened. All he had was that he didn't even see the angels that came down. He didn't see the angels that came down. But see, the angels came down and were beating these armed robbers. And the armed robbers were being, no, and he was not really, he didn't see the angels. He just saw these guys running backward and falling down. He didn't know what was hitting them. So he was taking the, get one Bible and said, no, I know. And they ran away from him. The village where he just left, they were giving him testimony that they saw a light came down that night from the sky. Where he was, well, they know he was sleeping there. They told him, "Don't go and sleep in the bridge, in the, in the, in the, on the road." And then that was when he came back telling that testimony that he didn't know what happened, but these people over here in America were praying that Lord send angels to deliver out of blessing. And he was giving the testimony when he came back, and it was the same time. I'm saying this God that we are worshiping is calling you to come and follow He who has been from of old, from everlasting. And this is what John was telling you right here in John chapter, 1 John chapter 1. To make you to see that God is alive and well. Amen. And he's able to save and to deliver. Amen. And he can go to any length just to deliver you. And the faith is calling you to come and have can protect you from hoodlums, from armed robbers, from carjackers. But you've got to know there are some prerequisites. You've got to follow him. Amen. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1. This is what Apostle John was talking about. He says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard. I'm telling you right now, they have heard about supernatural things. They heard about Elijah the prophet. He was so powerful, he disappeared. They heard about these prophets of old. They were doing great things. Through some spirit, they were following. This Jehovah. He said, they have heard it. But it's a life. It's a lifestyle. They chose a lifestyle and they were following a spirit. And this spirit is God. He manifested to them. And in the days of these apostles, they have heard about the stories. Our fathers have told us. Even David was saying, our fathers told us how you brought them out of Egypt. It was like fairy tale to them in those days. Then they said, we have seen him ourselves. That's what he's talking to you. Which we have seen with our eyes. Now they have seen him. So he manifested to them that this same God, this same angel, this same spirit that was doing it for Elijah the prophet. He was doing it for Elisha. He was doing it for all those men. He just manifested, I am here. Why are you, why are you thinking he's dead? He's not dead. I'm alive. And that's what Apostle John was saying in this verse 1. So what our hands have handled now, the word of life, for this life was manifested and we have seen it. And be a witness and show unto you that eternal life. Which was, it is that life that gave this power to the men of old and manifested as a human being and walked among us. His name is Jesus. And you've got to walk with him. And then he will give you the same power. And you see terrible, mighty things will be happening through you also. I'll give you one more story that happened. That these are testimonies that I'm hearing from television, TBN. There's a young man that uh, went on a mission, mission trip. You know, college students go, to, go on a mission trip. 
I think he went to Philippines. And they have to go from this village and go. He said he had to go and give, give some more, maybe some Bibles to another village. And he was going, sometimes you have to sleep on the road. Something like that. Some two or three guys who are armed robbers have been watching him. They say, this American, we can rob him and get some dollars. We may have to kill him though because if you report the police, they might be able to find us. So they tried to do that. They planned to go and attack him one particular day. And they watched him. They knew he moved. He go this way every time to go and deliver something to the other village where they have this mission. And they went in the night about 9 p.m. about their time or something or something like that. To, uh, to surround him and to kill him and to get his money. And he was not really aware of what was going on. He just slept on the road. But right here, in, he, was, he happened to be a son of a pastor right here in America. I am hearing, I heard this on television, on TBN. His brother, I think his, his, his daddy was praying or something, and the Lord told him to pray for your son. You need intercession right now. And his daddy said, when that thing was so heavy upon him, he called about some of his prayer warriors in his church and just call them up by phone and say, pray for so and so. Call another brother and say, pray for so and so, something is going on. Pray and he called about 16 of his church members that are prayer warriors with him that they should pray. And that was all that happened. And this young man came back, when he came back to America, he was giving this testimony and he said, after the teen episode happened, these men came by to attack him. They saw that well, there's nobody that's going to defend him anyway. But when they came near, they saw 16 men, like soldiers, that surrounded this man while he was sleeping. And they moved back. Ah, we thought there was no bodyguard for this guy. Where did he get these 16 soldiers? So they moved back. And when they finally told him, they told him when they met him, they said, who are those guards that were surrounding you? We count them, 16 of them. He said, well, 16. And then they, they confessed to him. When he came back here, he was telling his parents in the church, in the church, he just said, 16, and, he, and his daddy called 16 of the brethren that he was, he called and said, brothers, 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 do you remember when I called you brothers? And they were 16. See, all God can do, the supernatural God is calling you on to. He said, but see, gee, all of those things can happen. Yes, it's still happening today. This is not something that I read in the Bible. This is what is happening in your generation. Amen? And you know many of our children want to go on mission trip. You can trust God, but you have to also walk with him. Amen? So that is what the Lord wanted me to share with you, to boost your faith and to lift you. It's a motivational speaking, if you can call it that way. Motivate you to want to exercise faith, to want to walk with this God. Amen? Because his going forth has been from of old, the Bible says, and from everlasting. And he's calling you among the children of men, whom can I teach wisdom? Whom can I teach knowledge? But however, and you have to remember, he paid for all these things on the cross. He has already paid for these things. The power we are talking about to protect you is already paid for. It's now available to everybody, not just oh, one prophet in 1,000 years. Another prophet, Enoch, in uh, 200,000 years. Uh, Elijah, oh, he's the only one in the whole history. No, it's now available to everybody. That is what Jesus Christ has brought. He has made it available, as the Bible said, but let's see. You've got to make up your mind first to live for him. Amen. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi. Give your life today to the Lord Jesus Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost. I pray, Lord, that you touch all the people that are listening, help them to understand and to follow the and read the Bible in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Write to me and we shall send you some exhortation.
our address has changed. The new address is Gospel Distribution Ministry, Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. Again, our new address is Gospel Distribution Ministry, Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050, USA. On the internet, www.gospeldistribution.org. Send us email on the internet to the webmaster at gospeldistribution.org. Thank you.